from an undisclosed location somewhere in the Appalachia, this is The Extra Mundane with Max Ward. In the fall of 1966, several citizens in the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, claimed to have come in contact with a humanoid-sized creature with wings 10 feet wide and glowing red eyes. The creature, dubbed the Mothman, became an American legend and was soon spotted all over the globe, often coinciding with catastrophic disasters such as a mine collapse and the Chernobyl meltdown. Tonight, on The Extra Mundane, we have the man himself, the Mothman that is. We talk about his early days terrorizing the people of West Virginia, his premonitions of cataclysmic events, and his fanatic obsession with the Beatles. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. Where is the most exotic location you have ever vacationed? Mr. Island? Machu Picchu? The Forest of Knives in Madagascar? Well, get ready to head further. 39.17 lot years further, to be exact. The Intergalactic Travel Agency is now offering bookings for all-inclusive vacation packages to the Zeta Reticuli star system. Purported home of legendary gray aliens made famous by abductees Betty and Barney Hill, not to mention anonymous government officials. Spend the Earth equivalent of six days and seven nights exploring the stars around the rumored hot Jupiter debris disk. Watch out for that UFO rush hour, or you'll have a close encounter of your very own. We're accepting non-refundable reservations for departure in 2025, or whenever warp-capable technology is achieved. Intergalactic Travel Agency. Space. The final frontier. Welcome, you revelers of the remarkable, you inquisitors of the imagination, you lovers of the legitimate, to another episode of The Extra Mundane with Max Ward. I am Max Ward. Today's guest will need absolutely no introduction to my audience or fans of Richard Gere movies. He is a creature that has terrorized Americans since the 1960s. Please welcome to the show, The Mothman. Mothman, welcome to The Extra Mundane. Hey, what's up? I'm The Mothman. Thanks you absolutely are, and I am so happy to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. I am super excited. Wow, I mean, you were so excited. You don't give a lot of interviews. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit harder to get you on here, but you you jumped right into my email when I sent it. You know what? As soon as I heard it was you, I jumped in on it. That No, means- I don't give interviews. No, but that means so much to me coming from you. You are an American legend. You are a treasure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute treasure. I am a diamond, a diamond in the rough of America. I like I like that you understand that and you're not humble about it. You you understand your standing. You are a you should be up there with Johnny Appleseed, Bigfoot. Nobody everybody talks about Bigfoot, but nobody talks oh, about yeah, the every, everybody talks about Bigfoot. I've been trying like I like I've been trying to get get photographed for a long time. You know, has it happened yet? But so you're actively trying to get photographed. I'm like actively trying to get photographed. Yeah. I I just I you know, I'm just at the wrong place at the wrong time. I I I I'm showing up everywhere nobody's got a camera. I don't get it. I don't get why I have such bad luck at this. Oh, well, you are putting yourself out there now. Everybody is going to know that the Mothman exists now that you have come on our show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Love the show. Absolutely love the show. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. It means so much coming from you. Let's get into it. Let's talk about you were first sighted in Point Pleasant, West Virginia in 1966. 
Is this oh, correct? Yeah. Nin- 1966. Yeah, that's right. The, crazy the, year, the, crazy year. America crazy going year. through some turmoil. And what made you decide to come out then? You were spotted, I believe, by five five men digging a grave at night for some reason. And you chose to come forward and, and show yourself to them. Oh, Beatlemania. I'm sorry, you you were a Beatle fan or what? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. My favorite, oh, Pete Best. Do you remember him? He was like the original drummer. I, I do, but what did that have to do with you showing yourself to five men digging a grave in the middle of the night? Oh, I thought one of them looked like Pete Best and I wanted to introduce myself. You know, he, he got okay. kicked out. He might be digging graves now. I don't know. That, that <laughs> you, we don't know what happened to him. That's a very good point. He, that could have been him. And so you got a little starstruck and you came forward and scared the living daylights out of these people. Yeah. I, I, like, I was sorry. I was kind of like, whoa, Pete Best. I love you. I absolutely love you. You were a great drummer. That That's very and, intense. And in the middle of the night when they don't think, I, and for our audience, can you describe yourself a little bit to show, what did these men see when you came out of the woods? All right. Well, they saw a real Pete Best fan with like big wings and he had really red eyes. Well, I have really red eyes. You do, yeah. you do. They, they didn't imagine yeah. that. They're blazingly oh, no, red. No, no, no blazingly red like cherry bombs and so uh you, these men run away from you were you did that hurt your feelings did that oh yeah it did. Uh, yeah. Well, well number uh, one i thought one of them was pete best so when he ran away i was very 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 upset because i i missed my chance to meet like my idol and number course, two uh, number two like i just felt like i was a scary guy i felt mm-hmm, like i was mm-hmm. very scary and i didn't like that i didn't like that at all and that's that's all like that's just so bad to hear you didn't realize that you, that you were going to scare people this was, this no, was I did, like I, like perhaps you're familiar with the elephant man he didn't realize the the terror he was going to strike and it wasn't his fault this isn't your fault no it's not my fault and you know what i don't I've never seen a mirror before, you know, like I've never like seen myself. So. Oh, so you really did. You live in the woods. You, you sleep in a tree. You do not live in like a human habitat of any kind. No, not at all. I live in the woods. I live Mm -hmm. in a TNT plant, you know, an old ammunition plant. That's where I live. That's that's a dangerous place to live too. Very dangerous. There's like unexploded TNT everywhere. Yeah. Why, why don't you live? Is it because we're afraid of you? Are you are you afraid to live in a civilized society? Or are you happy where you are? I mean, I'm pretty happy where I'm at. I, 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 I got I got my privacy. It's pretty mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got lots of room. It's great. Uh, 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 no, nobody nobody solicits where I'm at. It's great. You don't want solicitors where Absolutely. you're at. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. You're, you're making I yeah. now I live in an undisclosed location in the Appalachia, so I completely understand where you're coming from. I have I am off the grid as well, so mine's a little bit more structured than yours, but I completely understand. Okay. Oh, in the Appalachians, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I won't say what state, but uh, we're in there somewhere. So well, uh, definitely in the east coast. Uh let's move to the next night. The very next night, you harassed, according to reports, you harassed two couples driving in a car and chase them through the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, uh, Beatlemania. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? You saw um, two, two men and two women in a car. What did they have to do with the Beatles? I thought they were the Beatles. I really thought they were the Beatles. And I was like, what are you doing in West Virginia? 
I mean, that's awesome. Why, why would you be in West Virginia? How why? could you have possibly thought, okay, I don't mean to get contentious, but how could you have possibly thought that that was the Beatles? A, you, I, I just don't understand. Well, I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't understand it either because they were the Beatles. They're in West Virginia. But w- one of them turned around and I was like, that's definitely George, George Harris. And I, I just assumed the rest of them were there. Okay, so the first night you thought you saw five men, and so you thought it was the Beatles and a reunion with Pete Best. Second night you saw four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. Thought, yeah, yeah. This is the Beatles without Pete Best. He went home. Right. They kicked him out oh. at that point. This so, is making that... a lot of sense. And you probably have you had you seen a lot of humans by then? Did you know what the Beatles even look like? Do you know what? Well, I figured they looked kind of English. Okay. So. Look, how did you hear the Beatles first? Where were you? You live in the forest. You don't have electricity. How did you? become such a big beetle nut oh oh uh there was a uh, there was a tape that somebody dropped oh in the forest right in the forest it, there was a tape that somebody dropped and a tape player as well how did you hear it oh uh i i i started i put a i put like a twig down on top of the tape reel because I'm, I'm smart like that i know that, i, know oh, I hear it things. you're putting your yeah i completely understand Right, I don't know why I do these things. You put a twig down on top of the tape and then you take your finger and then you stick it in one of the reels and then you spin it real fast and then- Wow. You know, I, I'm gonna think that, because humans can't do that. And so the fact that you are able to to play a, a tape with just your, your body, with like your fingertips and your glowing red eyes, I think you might have some sort of electricity pulsing through you somehow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I got like magical powers. I got absolute magical powers. I didn't powers. know nobody ever. All people say is that you fly and that you chase them and that you have glowing red eyes. There's not a whole lot. What kind of magical powers other than being able to play a tape that you found in the forest? Well, I got magical powers to one know about current events. Oh wow! Okay. The News and junkie. All right. Also, also, like, have you ever like heard my descriptions of flying? I don't really flap my wings. I just spread them out and I go in the air. You know what that is? That's, that's not really that's not wing. Yeah, that's not wing power. That's magic. They're completely inconsequential. So, uh, where where did you come from? Were you born? Were you were you hatched? Like you you see? Well, I guess my parents were just like I'm kind of a normal West Virginian. <laughs> like I was just born in West Virginia. So the best of your knowledge, you, you this is just what happens to people born in West Virginia. Right, right. I'm I'm just a like I was born in West Virginia. I I, I you know I was born here. I was raised here. I don't I like I, I I don't get the whole creature status. I'm just a West Virginian. This is just your life that you don't know anything outside of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like like a lot of West Virginians, a lot of them don't know a lot of stuff outside of this. So why do you think the couples that were so afraid of you were so afraid? If they they might have been from West Virginia, I, I I don't know. They may have been tourists. Do you know? Oh, they might have been from upstate West Virginia. That's like different that's culture like up whole... there. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm kind of ignorant. Oh no no they got they got their whole posh like West Virginia up there. Like they don't oh. they don't really like interact with the South West Virginia. They don't come down south very often. So you, you're you're not a you're not a monster. You're just a product of socioeconomic issues in America. 
Right, right. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally just a, a, a product of just living in Southwest Virginia. And, you know, I just, like, I'm just a normal, normal, well, not, not necessarily normal. Like, you know, I got wings and red eyes, but, you know, this is kind of like par for West Virginia. Okay, so so uh, the way I'm, I'm seeing this is that there probably have been hundreds, if not thousands of other quote unquote sightings of you, but they were just local people and they'd say, oh, there's another one of us. Right, right, right. They were just like, hey, I know I, that looks like a normal West Virginian to me. <laughs> now, what's special about you uh, and why people maybe are drifting towards towards you is that you seem to show up at, uh, shall I say, uh, uh, terrible tragic events. And a lot of people oh, are, blame you. The, the first was uh, just around that exact same time, there was a bridge collapse and people are, are saying that you caused the bridge collapse and killed uh, several people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got there, yeah. So, like, like anybody that has, like, you know, special things. Like, I mean, I got wings. I got, mm-hmm. like, red eyes, you know. I'm like, I could be, like, a superhero. You know, like, like, like maybe like the X-Men or something. So you didn't cause the bridge collapse. You were there to save the people? Yeah, I was there to save everybody. But you know what? You know, uh, bad timing. I got there late. I got there real late. Oh, uh, I'm so I, sorry I, to I hear that. Ah, uh, yeah. So I, is this, I, I got there real late. Is this a, a preternatural ability? Are you able to sense when something bad is about to happen? Yeah, yeah, but it seems like every time I sense that it happens, I'm just late to it. Like, my timing's, like, off by about, like, 30 minutes. Oh, that's the worst. That have is you, the worst. Have it's you terrible. thought of, of leaving 30 minutes? Oh, but you get the premonition, and you're already 30 minutes behind, so even leaving early, you're still going to be, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think about that, but if I think about that, that's, like, another premonition, and then when I get there, I'm already 30 minutes late. Does that make sense? It, it, it does. And, and yes, it absolutely does. And so when you let's let's do that first one. You sense, oh, a bridge is about to collapse. You, you yeah, right, right, right. The bridge is about to collapse. Right. You're in, a, you're in your TNT mine. You're minding your own business. Right, right, right. I'm in, I'm in my TNT mine, just minding my own business. Listening to the I'm Beatles. Like, oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I'm totally listening to the Beatles. And you know what? My favorite is George. George is my favorite. You're a George fan. Interesting. Okay. I'm a George fan. He writes the most simple lyrics. They're, they're not pretentious at all. They're the most simple lyrics. Absolutely. I can believe it. Now, I'm a Ringo fan, but I, I like, I'm a drummer. Oh, I, compl- I like oh. it. So Ringo completely underrated as a drummer People thank you here, thank you i thought with with pete with your fascination with pete best you might not be a ringo fan but i get it oh no i'm totally a ringo fan not as big as a pete best fan but uh-huh. definitely a ringo fan have you heard the drums on paperback rider of course amazing. of course i isolate it wait wait, wait. no you're we're, we're straying from the topic here are you are you trying to 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 pull me back in beatles chat yeah, I totally am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I, such a big fan. You, you are you're a huge Beatles fan, but really, I'm more interested, unfortunately, in your superpowers. Oh, okay, my superpowers. Yeah, yes. yeah. All right. So, you're in your you're in your TNT mine. You're listening to Paperback Writer. I get it. 
Right. What do you and feel? Those drums what, what are amazing. Those drums are so good. I get it, man. I get it. But again, you, what do you feel? What not what not when you're listening to the Beatles? What do you feel when when tragedy is about to strike? Wow. You know what I I think? Maybe I shouldn't listen to anything before I have the premonition. That might be why I'm so late. Wait, I haven't wait. really thought about <laughs> you, that. You are finishing the album before you leave to go save people. Yeah, I I finished the album. Of course I do. Okay, so you you might Who not be doesn't late. Finish the album. Well, I get that, but you really, if you feel, what do you feel when when what did you feel that first time when you knew a bridge was going to collapse? What happened? Well, I, I I was in my brain and I said, "Wow, there's a bridge collapsing right now." Mm-hmm. But we are getting into the part of Abbey Road where. They do the whole medley, and I like it's the best part of Abbey Road, the it, song medley. I get that, but there are people in danger. Are you? Do you not? Are you finish the album, and you're like, okay, Why? now I should try and do something, or were you like, ah, like what did you? What did you decide to do that first time? Well, I was gonna go fly over to the bridge, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking about. What did he mean in Mean Mr. Mustard? Like, what What was it? Like, okay. John this... Lennon, was he, was he a hack? Or did he actually have some sort of meaning in his lyrics? I'm beginning to wonder if perhaps... Okay, so you don't have to save people. You had this premonition, and you decide to, to kind of ruminate on the Beatles a little bit, but there are, did you know by then, oh, people are dying now. This, this is, I need, I should really either do, why did you choose to go to the bridge if, if you knew it had already collapsed and people were already- well, I had a premonition, I had a premonition. I had to go check it out. Oh, you weren't there to save people. You were there to just be a rubberneck. Well, I wanted to save, I mean, I wanted to save them. I mean, how long does it take a bridge to collapse? I mean- Genuinely, I I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know either. I don't know how long it takes. Nobody I, knows how long it takes. Jeez, like, like it was it was a suspension bridge. I think. I, and okay. I mean, so the next time you're possibly spot, spotted, at least to the point where you were spotted, that 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 thing that creature does not look normal. Is that a mine collapse in Germany? Now, can you tell us a little bit what happened? You're you're familiar with mines because you live in a TNT mine. Mm-hmm. So how did were you in West Virginia and you knew you had to get to Germany or were you already there? What how did that happen? Yeah, I was in Germany. I was totally in Germany. You know, the Beatles like recorded a lot of stuff in Germany. I think their, their early days, the touring was was heavily in Germany. You're you're absolutely yeah, it was crazy. very heavy in Germany. So I wanted to go check out some spots. And that was with Pete Best. So you were you were seeing some some sights of I, I was completely into Pete Best, completely. I'm like, I'm in the land of Pete Best right here in Germany. So you are touring dive bars of Germany and some, what happens? Yeah. You, you get another premonition. You're like, oh, another, another collapse is about to happen. Yeah, I was like, oh man, there's a mine collapse. And when I was going over to the mine, you know what was really weird? I made it there too early on that one. So, yeah, I made it there way too early. It hadn't collapsed yet. So I went back and I found some guy that actually knew Pete Best. He knew him. Okay, I thought you were going to say you went back to get help. Like, No, no, well, I got help for me. I got help 
to help me understand more of like Pete Best of the Beatles. Couldn't you have at least told that guy a mine is about to collapse and, and you should get out there and bring people? It was such an interesting conversation. We were talking about like- Just got, got lost like, in the moment, huh? Yeah, I totally got lost in the moment. Like, Why, why didn't like, you tell the miners? Why didn't you, you go into the mine and tell the miners that it was gonna collapse? Oh, I, you know, you know they, they were working. I didn't want to bother them. They were working. Did you, were you, were, did you think maybe it wasn't, maybe you were wrong. Have you had a wrong premonition and you were like, oh, it's still up. It didn't, it's not going to collapse. I, they don't, it's, it's not going to happen. Well, I thought that this one was going to be wrong. I, I actually did. I thought this was going to be wrong. That's how I knew I was early. Cause I was like, oh man, I got here. Oh, I'm wrong. It didn't collapse. So I left for a little bit. And then I was like, mm -hmm. ah, crap. Crap, crap indeed. Oh, that was a premonition. Sometimes I get premonitions that oh. I don't know that they're premonitions. So you didn't hear that the mine eventually collapsed. You you premonist it after you left, and you're like, oh, there it is. There it goes. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was kind of like, oh man, I, I I premonist that. And I was like, oh, that was a premonition. Oh, I probably shouldn't have gone back. So did you go? You were spotted at some point in the collapse during the, did you go back after the collapse to be spotted or were you spotted before the collapse when you were too early? What's the timeline there? How did they say, oh, there's the Mothman. I better, I'm terrified. Oh, right, right, right. I, I, I saw that the collapse didn't happen. I went back and met the guy that met Pete Best. Right, right. And I went back and I was like, oh man, this is already collapsed. Uh, no. All right, let's, let's keep the timeline moving. You missed that one. Chernobyl, that was the next big one where you were spotted at Chernobyl during the meltdown, after the meltdown, several times around Chernobyl. What, what happened there? What were you doing in Russia? What's going on? You know, Paul McCartney and Wings was really big at that time. And I was so super excited to see him play. So you, why didn't you wait till they toured America? Did you get a premonition that, that something bad was going to happen and it coincided with Wings playing in the area? You know what? I will admit, this time, yes, I did. I had a premonition that something bad was going to happen. I was like, you know what? I'll kill two birds with one stone. Why don't I go there and try to stop it, but also see Paul McCartney and Wings? And were you able to alert anybody? Were you able to, to get word out? A lot of people got very sick there, but were you able to save anybody? Oh no, I was at the Wings concert. It was amazing. Oh. A living lead die. Bum, 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 Let me stop you. Bum, 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 bum. I, you knew it was going to happen. You were certain that this meltdown was going to happen. You could have saved, but you chose to go to the concert. You couldn't even write a letter. You couldn't make a phone call. I had, I had to see Live and Let Die live. It was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. And Band on the Run live. I, oh. no, I know Wings. I know the songs of Wings, but so they, people needed help. And you chose, you knew it was going to happen. You said you kind of wanted to be a superhero. Why didn't you do something to help? I mean, I, I, I got there eventually. Okay, you got, okay, let's go to that. You get there. Wing, the concert ends. Probably a great encore. Then you leave. You're like, okay, now it's time to go to Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to Chernobyl. And I was like, oh man, what happened here? Oh no. I oh oh, I had a premonition about this. <laughs> so you had a premonition about Chernobyl, but you were like, what? Ha you didn't know it was going to melt down. You didn't know. Were you thinking it was going to be another collapse of some kind? 
yeah i thought maybe maybe this collapse wasn't that bad maybe there was like a bigger collapse later and i waited around for a while for it to happen i was like no that was it that was the big collapse now are you okay because hanging around chernobyl right after the meltdown is probably not very healthy oh no no i got radiation down the wazoo and because of that I I decided like I have to follow Paul McCartney and Wings all summer long. I was just energized. So that's why they saw you. That's why you were spotted everywhere because you were you were following them on the road. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's exactly why. I was following them from town to town everywhere because I was irradiated. That probably hurt more people by spreading your irradiated body among giant masses of fans at oh, concert my, venues. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is your bad. But you probably don't didn't understand radiation. You were like, why oh. am I getting so sick? I completely You know what it. I'm thinking? You know how they said that Chernobyl like fallout like reached all across Europe? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I, think was, I think it was me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I did it. Oh man, we're figuring that out together. And oh, I would say, oh. look at the Wings tour. Look at the Wings tour and see what cities they went to. We have a lot of fans that- out there. If any of our dedicated fans want to plot the trajectory of the spread of radiation to the the, the Wings tour of that year, I I would love to see if that's what happened. Right? Yeah. I I'm, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now Wings. And you also have wings. Is there any, did you, is that why you drifted towards the the love of that band? Because you have wings that may or may not be functional? Oh, you know what I like to think? I like to think that Paul McCartney was like playing because at the time it was just called Paul McCartney. It was just his Mm -hmm. solo project. And when he was playing, he was like looking up at the rafters and he said like, hey, that guy's got wings. (laughs) Hey, I think I'm going to call my band that. Wow. So I, I have to ask, when he was playing that, was there anybody else there or were you perhaps stalking Paul McCartney? Were you were you in the rafters alone in an empty recording studio? Uh, it was a sound check, yeah. It was just a sound check. They weren't, uh, there wasn't anybody there. So let's move on to the next big sighting of you where photographs were actually taken of you at the Twin Towers on 9-11. Talk to me about what happened there. Oh, man. All right, so, you know, you know, the Beatles just released their number ones collection. Oh, it was a great, great album, too. Double album, I think. I I, I didn't enjoy it. What (gasps) what Beatles, what Beatles compilation leaves out? Here comes the sun. It's like the best Beatles song. So you are angry at that. You're angry at the Beatles at this moment. I really I really don't like where this story is going, but you are. Very no, angry. I don't at all. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. So, okay, it's September 10th. Uh, when did you get to New York? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I got to- when did the premonition happen? And then when did you find your way making it to New York? You know what? I think on this one, I might just say that I got the, I didn't get a premonition on this one. This one was a little bad. This one was a little too bad for me. Mothman, I'm going to say... And I hope you don't get mad at me, but I, I thought when you came on the show, it was gonna be like, oh, he's benevolent. He accidentally scared people. You said you thought they were the Beatles. You got too overexcited. They got scared of you. But now I think you made me inadvertently uh, a very terrible monster that is hurting a lot of people. <laughs> a ter- I'm not hurting anybody. Well, you irradiated most of uh, Western Europe. 
and parts of Russia. Uh, you may or may not have caused 9-11. Uh, you're, you're, not, you're not answering those questions very clearly. My good, no, I just, I, I had, I had the Beatles number one album and I was like jamming to it. And I was like, who leaves out? Here comes the sun. And while my guitar gently weeps, it's not on there. It's not. And yes, that's a travesty, but there's no reason for you to be seen at the towers just before they went down. Now, I, on the extra mundane, we are not sure exactly what happened on 9-11. We don't know about Building 7. We don't know uh, what hit the Pentagon. I am completely open to other theories, but are you are you telling me that what happened in 9-11 is not what we know? Well, when I got there, I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> like, I'm pretty late on this one. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to back away from this one. Like, this is... So originally you said that you didn't want to talk about it and that... You were very angry, and now you're saying you had nothing to do with it, and you you just backed away from no, no, no. it. No, I was angry at the Beatles' number one album. Is what okay. I was angry right. at. That's what, that's where the anger came from. But you didn't because who take your rage include... out on anything? Uh, no, 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 no. I did not. T- I I was just so angry that I just completely forgot the premonition. Oh, okay. I I apologize. I was. I was insinuating something, but you're saying you were so angry. So, so inside your own self about the Beatles number one album. Right. Right. Because who doesn't include while my guitar gently weeps. Right. And here comes the sun. And then I turned, I turned on the TV and I was like, Oh shit. Oh, well, like all of us, we all, that's exactly what happened. So you were in New York. Wait, wait, you were, you you were upset at the Beatles number one album. I thought you were saying you saw nine 11. Oh, I mean, I, I, it was done. Okay. So you were, was, in New, you were in New York, spotted at the towers. Where was this TV that you turned on that you didn't realize that something was happening? Did you not see the towers crumbling around you? No, 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 I didn't. I didn't, which was kind of crazy because it was like, I was there. Yeah, you were photographed I, there. I mean, but seriously, who doesn't include while my guitar right. gently weeps? And here comes the sun on a Beatles greatest compilation album. Okay, I I completely understand. Let's let's move on. Uh, the very next year, the movie The Mothman Prophecies come out. Now, did oh, you? Oh yeah, my big. Yeah, did you have anything to do with the production movie, of that? Were you? Were you? Did the screenwriter interview that you for that? I. How did that come about? Oh yeah, I had a premonition about that movie. I what? knew it was coming. That it was going to be a flop? Is that the premonition that you had? What was the... Uh, wait, wait, was it a flop? I didn't have a... Pre- All I had was a premonition that the movie was coming out. Oh, okay. I didn't have a premonition that it was a flop. I thought it did pretty well. I actually Is don't know. I, 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 oh, I don't no, understand wait. the finances of Hollywood. Was it, it had Richard Gere in it. It did, and, it and did. Deborah, and Deborah Messinger from, uh, from, uh, from Will and Grace. I, you think it probably did well. You know what? I, I apologize if I called it a flop. I didn't mean and to Laura do that. And Laura Linney was in that. Laura Linney. She's great. I just and thought we, your premonitions usually come before something tragic happens. But you're saying that this wasn't wait, a wait, tragedy. Wait, 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 wait. I had a premonition about that movie. Was that movie a tragedy? I was don't. Was that the tragedy? Are we comparing that movie to all the other tragedies that have happened? 
I don't know. You tell me. Is that? Do you feel oh. that you were portrayed? You were portrayed like a villain in that movie. Do you feel that really? was the tragedy? Were you treat? Yes, you you did not come off very well in that movie. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. So they did not contact you. Oh my god! Like that was a. So we're comparing that movie to 9/11, to the mine collapse, to the Silver Bridge collapse. The movie was that bad. You had the premonition, so that's that's up to you to decide right. because you. I had the premonition of that movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be bad. So you have other premonitions that are not bad. Sometimes, yeah. Like oh well, tell me what. I guess you don't uh, tell what some some premonitions that you had that didn't turn out to be tragedies. Oh, like like I had this uh, feeling that uh, hey, remember when when Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney were going to get back together? I, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was going to be a tra- like a tragedy, but I was like, hey, this is a pretty good reunion. I but it never happened. Well, wait, that never happened. Didn't it? Did it happen? I don't. I didn't think it did. I thought. I thought. It, I thought. It, I saw it. Oh, okay. I, I, my my beetle knowledge is not nearly as in depth as yours. I apologize. Oh, no, I, I follow them everywhere. I, but, yes, you did. You followed. Well, so did you ever see the Beatles live? Yeah, I, I did. I did back in like the sixties because they broke up by nineteen seventy. Because they never toured America, correct? Except for the Ed Sullivan no, well, show. Right, 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 right. They only appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. I guess that is kind of a tour. I might be wrong were on you, that, though. <laughs> were you at the in the Ed Sullivan Theater at that time? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, I was. I was, I was in the Ed Sullivan Theater. Now I, was, I have to add to you. Please. I was up during the sound check. Oh, okay. I see. I'm, I'm beginning to think... Your premonitions might be more beetle related than they are. You might just be have really bad luck that every time you have a premonition about the Beatles, something terrible happens. Is that what it is? Like every time I, I don't I'm- know. You tell. Like I'm just saying. When when the the bridge collapsed the first time, you were having a revelation about about uh, John Lennon's songwriting, and then uh, in Germany, you were follow you you had a premonition to follow the the trail of Pete Best. Uh, Chernobyl, you were watching Wings. So I, I'm beginning to think that it might not actually be. It's just every time I'm upset at the Beatles, something bad happens. Now, oh, why were you goodness. upset about the Beatles in Germany? What was going on there? You know what? Now thinking about it, I guess I was just, I was just kind of like reminiscing on the plight of Pete Best. I feel yeah. bad for the guy. They, that probably is around when they fired him. It was probably when they were, oh. Have yeah, you, yeah. That poor guy, that poor guy, they kicked him out like right before they made it big. You know, you know, there's actually an album called Best of the Beatles. There actually is an album called Best of the Beatles. He tried to capitalize on his success. Oh, that he released. I did not realize that. Right, yeah. So it's him, Best of the Beatles. So when you learned about that album, was there a tragedy that happened at some time around you that that you were like, oh my God, I'm having a premonition? Yeah, it was It was that album. It was real bad. But, but what, what tragedy happened? I Oh, the album was the tragedy. Yeah, the album was an oh. absolute tragedy. Yeah, oh, that's awful. My God, what a bad album! Completely so you tricked. Although I like, I love Pete Best, but Jesus, you liked Pete Best as part of the Beatles, not Pete Best as 
his solo work. I, I thought I liked, yeah, I thought I liked oh. him solo, but after that, no, 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 no. Okay, so you kind of went quiet for like after 9-11, kind of quiet, it seems. Then you suddenly have been popping up in Chicago lately. What is going on in Chicago? Should we be scared of something? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're trying to release some sort of Beatles compilation. Yeah. Mothman, Mothman, wait, no, good. Mothman. We, I, I'm talking about a tragedy. I'm talking about something terrible that might happen. There's lots of bridges across the Chicago River, the Sears Tower. Like, who knows what could be? That's what I'm talking about. Not, not about the Beatles, man. Mothman. Well, that's the Sorry. thing. There's only, there's only, there's only two of them left. There's only two of them left, and I have a feeling that they're gonna do something dumb. They're gonna, they're gonna do something to screw it up. So are you, there's only people seeing you, but there's no tragedy happening. Are you trying to alert people that something bad is going to happen to one of the Beatles? I, I, I think I'm alerting them to this, to whatever they're trying to plan next. I'm just like, but they're so scared of you. They're, they, people aren't listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think so. I hope so. So why Chicago though? What, what is it? The connection there? Why are you back in, in West Virginia? I, you know what? Chicago is like, it's like music central. They do have a, a fantastic I, I, music. Uh, blues heavily influenced the Beatles. I completely get that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're going to try to return there. I have that feeling. They're going to try to return to their oh. roots. So you're not saying something bad is going to happen to the last two surviving Beatles. You're thinking they're going to reunite and release awful music. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And it could destroy Chicago. It could. So you're having a premonition. You're in West Virginia. You're in your cave. You're like, I have a premonition. I got to get to Chicago and warn people about Paul right, McCartney right, and right, Ringo right, Starr right. getting back together. Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney are going to try to start something. And they're so, going to try to go to Chicago. So I can tell my listeners right now, they don't have to worry about anything happening other than a terrible music uh, tour. They don't have to worry about oh. anything happening, bridges collapsing, towers falling down, nothing like that. Yeah, but it's going to be real bad. It's going to be really bad. Have you heard some of the stuff recently? Yes, it's Mothman. Yes, I have. But it's not in the grand scheme of things. When you look and maybe your isolation has caused you to be a little uh, more like you, you're, you're the Beatles raised you. I can see that's all you had in your TNT cave. You didn't have human contact. But I I just don't think. A, a bridge collapse or, 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 or a, a nuclear meltdown is more important than bad Beatles releases. <laughs> oh, but if it's really bad. If oh, it's man, you're really being bad. incredibly insensitive right now. And I'm, I'm really... What, 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 what if they decide to do kind of like a remix of the No-No song? Your eyes <laughs> are glowing so red right now. They're like on fire. This is insane. Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr could try to re-release the No-No song. They yes, could. They could. You're right. But in the grand scheme of things, that's not a 9-11 type of tragedy. Oh, it might be if they try to, if they try to re-release the No-No song. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be absolutely terrible. They're going to re-release it. They're going to get like some guest artists on it. Like they're going to, they're going to get like, like DJ Khaled on it and they're gonna get they're gonna get justin bieber on it and they're gonna release re-release the no-no song you seem put to be, a rap break you seem to, to not like the money grabs part of the beatles uh uh library when they try when best best of the beatles is released when they they do remixes unnecessary remixes this you seem to have oh. a very purist uh relationship with the beatles 
oh yeah 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 i i hate it when it's all for the money it's gotta be it's gotta be pure from the heart well, how did you feel with the itunes releases with these the constant remasters the uh yeah oh yuck, yuck. <laughs> constant <laughs> remasters so other than the Chicago premonition, do you have any other premonitions happening? Anything that's coming to you? Do, are you going to be traveling anywhere else in the near future? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going down to Florida. Oh, Florida. What, what's going to happen in Florida? Please. Ah, I'm going down to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Is something going to happen in Fort Lauderdale? Lots of, lots of bridges in Fort Lauderdale. Well, yeah, but got no premonition i'm just i'm gonna get some sun i'm Austin, gonna be hanging out I, I i feel bad to say this but this has been in, incredibly disappointing <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry that my fort lauderdale vacation isn't good enough for you i don't have to have a premonition every time you're right like, you don't i put too much pressure on you i can put but this I, I was did. this was your big interview you were coming out for your first interview ever and I, I really, I, I, and it turns out you're just, you're a Beatles nut. Yeah, and I'm going down to Fort Lauderdale to have a good time. You know what? I'm probably going to take a CD player. I'm going to play some Beatles songs on the beach. I, I'm sure you'll find a Beatles cover band playing at a bar somewhere down there. Oh, I mean, yeah, that'd be you, great. You like yeah, those? You I, like the cover bands? Oh, yeah, they're great. As you said, not in it for the money. They're in it because they got the heart. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Sometimes they it's like minor league baseball. Like they're really they're they're putting their 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 life out, their hearts out there. I totally get that. Yeah, that's right. They're really playing. Yeah, yeah. Once you get up to like quad A, you know, they're they're thinking about bigger things. But when you're in like triple A, you're in it for the love of the game. Absolutely. I get that. I get that. Well. Mothman, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners right now uh, about your life, your your adventures, your your future? Anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. My favorite record is Revolver. Jesus Christ. And my favorite song is on that one is Taxman. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the extra mundane with Max Ward. I am Max Ward. I apologize for this entire interview and uh, we will be with you next week uh, with another exciting guest and uh, please stay safe and we will see you next time. Bye. The Extra Mundane is a Champlify Media production with Dan Kozu as Max Ward, Clint Sowell as the Mothman, voiceovers and audio support by Aaron Cahoe and produced by Andrew Alonso.